0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we meet together twice a week to rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We are the new next generation of homemakers here on this podcast.
1: Are we young enough to say that? No. Do we still get to be the next generation of something? (laughs) Because that makes me excited.
0: I have been feeling quite old lately. I saw this, this meme and it said it was a. I don't know how old this person would have been, but they found a floppy disk. And they said, oh, you 3D printed the save icon. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what it was. And I I'm was telling like, you, that's what we used in college. I was in college. I still used a floppy disk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it, I'm not that old.
1: Come on. I know. But but if you think about everything that's happened in the last, like, um, even 17 years, Mm -hmm. internet wise, just everything wise. um, It's alarming. And we were, uh, I told you we got that air hockey machine for the kids. So we've kind of like jazzing up the basement trying to make it like this big family room. And I have, you know, I was like a hardcore scrapbooker back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was good. (laughs) And so I have just piles of scrapbooks. And I was just looking at them and just absolutely floored at how old I felt and how just antiquated. It was just alarming. Like, I'm still the same person, but just looking back and and just seeing the lack of technology involved in day-to-day life and trying to explain things to the kids and just stupid things like flip phones, floppy disks, whatever, Mm -hmm. it is really disconcerting. Yeah, it is. It's...
0: Yeah, I feel like we're kind of a unique generation, even though we're a few years apart. You know, we s- still were kind of the last generation to go through with like a family phone. And yeah. like these kinds of things or using a payphone. like, hey, mom, I'm at the mall. Come pick me up now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what I used to do? <laughs> this is
1: what I used to do. Because apparently having a quarter mm-hmm. was too much to ask. hmm so, do you remember did you ever call collect? Oh yeah. Okay, so when it would say please say your name, I'd go, "Mom, pick me up." <laughs> and just hang up the phone <laughs> so that she
0: could be like, "No, I do not accept that collect call." Yeah, she
1: then she would just decline it and she would show up at the school 10 minutes later. Yep. Yep. That's a good I idea. That was pretty genius. Yep. <laughs>
0: oh, those were the days life was so much simpler back then. And now here we are being the CEO of our
1: homes.
0: And that's what we're going to dive into once again today, because it is the theme of season nine of this podcast, after all.
1: I like this theme. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, it's working good. I'm I'm excited about today. It's yes. Uh, yeah. Today, it's this is needed. I was feeling not so CEO-ish
0: when I spent 90 minutes on a math lesson with a kid, and I turned... Turns out it was the wrong lesson. It was like... Like, way off. I don't know what... I don't know how I... Must not have had enough coffee. Like, I didn't go even into the right vicinity of the right lesson. Right. <laughs> so, this poor kid, I was like, I'm really sorry, buddy, but we're going to have to do the right one now. So wow. then I was like, you know, we've, we've, we're like three and a half months into homeschool now from the start of it. And we're just at that place. We've got two more weeks left before we're going to give out for Christmas. And <laughs> we need, you need a reset. Yeah. You're a, I guess a week and a half. We'll be done next. Okay. We'll be done next Friday. Um, okay. But you need you need a reset. I need new pencils. I <laughs> so found this pencil today. The eraser had been chewed off. The tip of the pencil had been completely wrapped in masking tape, layers and layers of masking tape, and two big chew marks, like whole lines had almost been chewed through it like a beaver. And I was like, if homeschool
1: was a pencil, it's this pencil. <laughs> but you should put that on Instagram. Ha! <laughs> If homeschool was a pencil. I don't understand. We started the year, you know my move. I buy the pre-sharpened pencils from Amazon. We started with like 500. Maybe I'm delusional. Maybe we started last year with 500 and I actually didn't buy them this year. I, for my children's sake, I would actually like to give them the benefit of the doubt that that was last year's purchase because we're at the point where when we sit down for school, we are like digging in the couch cushions.
0: Oh, for a pencil. at this point, we're just using like nubs of crayons. Like, we have, there's it's nothing so bad.
1: Left. Can't I just use a Sharpie? We're out of lined paper. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't use a Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, it's just bad. I need to read. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, it's time to be the CEO of your homeschool <laughs> cabinet. And like, you got to reset. And and um, yeah, that's just the nature of a home. The same thing happens to a kitchen. Every once in a while, you got to just pull stuff out of the cupboard and redo D-crumb. it. Decrum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah our,
1: our, our one of our main workspaces is right, you know, it's the counter above like the baking pans. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like there's like a leftover loaf of bread in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crumb wise. I'm like, all you have to do is close the drawers before you start chopping. Yep. It's very simple. Yeah. I tell you what, here's the the good thing about being the CEO of your home is the board can't fire you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs>
0: Thankfully, I would have been let go for my attitude a very long time ago. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have. Been oh me. yeah, yep. I had one of those days yesterday. I was in the kitchen working for thirteen hours. I did the I math love those days uh, on cooking community recipes, which meant mm-hmm. so much cooking, so much mental focus, testing, testing over and over, and then all the dishes, and then oh by the way, let's feed supper and actually, the family. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> And we got done, and I walked out, and my kids were being so cute. They were making Christmas cards. They were following this YouTube video on these gilded trees, and Stu was working through this art with them. But in my angst and stupidity, all I saw was a mess. So I had walked out. I'd finally put the kitchen to bed, walk out, and it's just art zone. (laughs) And I should have just been like, thank you, honey, for doing this with them. I'm going to go take a tea. And I didn't. (laughs) just, let's see, I just wallowed in my sin for a little while and finally Stu said, I think you need to go to bed. <laughs> I think it's time. You're done here. <laughs> and curtain. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But other CEOs out there listening, this is a good reminder that you're not doing something wrong if your home does end up with these pockets. If under your bathroom cupboard gets messy or you need to readdress your refrigerator and pull everything out and clean it. Um you're not doing something wrong. That That's just part of life. Like you got to mm. just accept the, the mess. Your part is really to have a joyful heart in going, about, in going about it. And I'm sure even on this podcast, we haven't always done a good job of just displaying a joyful heart for you guys because we're human. Right. And we can preach it, but that doesn't mean that we can always feel it or that we always do it perfectly in our homes. So today we're going to be talking about being the CEO of company visiting of hospitality and the different forms that we'll take on for the holidays ahead ways we can go about that maybe some tips and tricks we've learned along the way but as always it does come back to this posture of the heart (laughs) that fickle little muscle so difficult to
1: train and if um, it was just about like (sighs) skilling up or working harder or doing something better um it would actually be so much easier So much easier. So much
0: easier. I just always think about like what the the Apostle Paul said. He's like, what I want to do, I don't do. And what I don't want to do, I do. I'm like, well, if Paul struggled with the flesh and just how he felt, then I don't feel so bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good company.
0: (laughs) And, um, you know, as always, we're talking to ourselves here. so. We do appreciate you letting us have this candid conversation
1: um,
0: as we kind of work through these things too.
1: Yeah. Uh, a real quick thank you to House of Tokumin for sponsoring season nine when you are having company. If you are the uh, homemaker that asks people to remove their shoes, then it's nice for your guests to be able to rub their cozy tootsies on a beautiful rug from House of Tokumin uh, for talking about being the CEO. We're always referencing that the CEO makes wise decisions. And Shay and I think that investing in a beautiful rug from hotrugs.net is the way to go. You can use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for a very generous 25% off your first rug. So thanks so much to Annabelle and her family Mm -hmm. and House of Tokumen for sponsoring Season 9. Mm-hmm. Well, Well,
0: shall we we deep dive into it? We have Todd from dry farm wines visiting us on monday
1: yes that's gonna be wonderful and so we're gonna give you everything you need for entertaining
0: yes we're gonna be deep diving into our dry farm wines on monday so maybe instead of the wine segment today we just do a quick reminder for you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast nope homemaker chic
1: just homemaker chic and
0: (laughs) give that a look over so you know what we're going to be talking about with todd over on monday because we really do want to dive into making wines um applicable to your everyday life making them something that enhances your everyday life so should we do that or we could cue the wine music just so we could hear it if we want
1: yeah cue cue the wine music do that just head over to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and um first time customers will get an extra bottle for a penny. Someone just emailed me before we hit record that uh, one of the links in our show notes is not working. Mm -hmm. So remember, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and I will get those links spruced up if needed. Um, But that way you're not waiting the whole weekend to place your first order because we want to make sure you get it in time for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday we're going to give you the whole rundown on food pairings and just some basic wine education which a lot of you have asked for. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay. so (laughs) you said something. So we're going to talk about being the CEO of company, Yes, which I like. Last year we did the whole season on hospitality, so if you want to kind of get caught up on the pulse of what we think about hospitality, definitely tune into last year's um, season around this time. Um, You said something today when we were talking on the phone that I Mm -hmm. thought was so great, that hospitality is Mm -hmm. about setting aside your own comfort to enhance the comfort of other people. Not um, only that,
0: it's actually going to cost you comfort. Yes. Again, you're not doing something wrong if you're like, wow, I'm extra tired. Wow,
1: I'm maybe a little grouchy. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, well, that was wow, difficult. All their shoes in the corner are bugging me yep. if you're very type A. Or like you're not doing... That is, that is the price. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think just having the right expectation going in is actually really helpful. If you think there are just magic people who can do this and don't bear any sort of weight from it, you're wrong. Even the people who are incredibly skilled and extroverted and love this kind of stuff, it still costs them energy and effort and thought and consideration. No matter how you go about it, Having company over, especially for like the holidays, if they're going to be staying for a couple nights, you know, that is going to
1: cost you. And like, I think it's really important just to come to terms with that. Just, right yeah, you just got to through. like not, not to be to set a negative tone about it, yeah. but just an acknowledgement. Even if you really do enjoy it, you know, I really, I'm very introverted. I love to have people over when the mood strikes me. I'm... I pay for it the next day, mm-hmm. like mic drop. Yep. That I I it's like I it's my swan song. I gave it, now I'm done. So everybody's um sort of price, everybody's price is gonna be different. Don't you you know? Mm-hmm. I think everybody's gonna um feel that impact in a different way. Sure.
0: And just a reminder, too, as a form of encouragement, this is a muscle. Mm-hmm. This is a muscle that you exercise. And I think we you know we need to talk about different varieties, different flavors of hospitality. Because, for example, I know a really emotionally sort of costing way, uh, costful way that you entertain is there are some times where you want to go all out and you want to mm-hmm. do the centerpieces and you want to make the special appetizers and you want to do the 17 layer french dessert and like this is you love this stuff this is fun for you and there is definitely a place for that type of hospitality but then there are other types of hospitality there's having your neighbors over for a wednesday supper you know Mm -hmm. maybe it's soup and bread then there's your mother-in-law is coming in from out of town for Christmas and she's going to be staying with you for three nights and you're going to be welcoming somebody into your home. Well, you can't maintain the 17-layer French dessert for three days, you know? And so you do have to kind of take a bird's eye perspective of Mm -hmm. the situation and say, what am I capable of? What season of life are we in right now? What sort of energy do I have to be able to give to this? How much time Mm -hmm. do I have? knowing that it is going to withdraw something from you right
1: and we can you know i don't know where this conversation is going to go sorry (laughs) no it's sorry you just delayed for a second (laughs) oh so did you okay sorry about that i said i don't know quite where this conversation is going to go but just sort of uh springing off of what you just said i think too looking at What's going to happen, whether it's just an evening or if it's a, a Christmas party? Are, are we entertaining or are we just showing – Or not just, but are we showing hospitality? Um, so like if, if I have people over for a few days, for example, if they're staying for two nights and three days or something – I try to be, you know, I've got six kids, like life goes on here. There's still farm chores to do. There's still I still have to cut up to my office to do a little work. Light, life goes on. But I try to inject um pockets of entertaining into those longer visits. So, you know, if I'm talking to my cousin or something, okay, we're gonna hang out, we're gonna do this, we're gonna and then Friday we're gonna have like a baller meal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you bring this, I'll bring that, we're going to set the table, we'll shoo the kids out at two, they can watch a movie, Mm -hmm. we'll get it all jazzed up, we'll dress for dinner. You know, we kind of have pockets of entertaining in in those longer visits. And I think um, for me, that makes having people over for an extended period of time easier Mm -hmm. because I just acknowledge like, welcome to my world, you get Mm -hmm. to be a part of the crazy. And then we're going to just insert some glam into your visit Mm -hmm. while we're here. Yeah. Yep,
0: it would be foolish to pretend like you didn't have a life or a family. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just not possible. So I think you're right. I think that's definitely a technique. When you have people over from an, for an extended period of time, plan some highlights, even something mm-hmm. for you to look forward to, and then plan some practical necessity sort of things.
1: Yeah, you know, this night is cool. pizza. You know, on Tuesday morning, the dads are going to hang out with the kids, we're going to go antiquing, and then you guys get to go to the pub at five before dinner, you know, something. Yep. Try to get it sort of a flow, and keep it. I think when you, if you have people over for a long time and you're like in constant entertainment mode, it's, it, I imagine that would be super uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, for your guest, you know? If I'm a guest in someone's home, I want to feel like really loved on and comfortable and- Mm-hmm. I like having a few stops pulled out now and then. That feels good to be the reciprocant of that. But if you're like the hostess and you're just like all jacked up and you're trying to make it fabulous for four <laughs> yes. days, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna go very well. <laughs> it's not gonna happen.
0: Um, so I had it suggested one time. I did. I think I had talked about this on the podcast. We did a kind of a big hospitality series with women at my church, and one of the things that was suggested was when you have a group of people over for supper. Regardless of what that supper is, I mean, that's a whole different food for a crowd is a completely different episode, probably. But one of the suggestions was to put out little name tags. And it's not because you're super formal or you're not having a frozen pizza. It's because it can just make people feel comfortable. Like they don't Mm. know maybe where the husband sits or where the little kids sit. They don't know whose chair is whose, you know, usually people kind of have their place at the table Oh, place cards. Okay. You said
1: name tags. I was like, hello, my name is. Oh no, sorry. (laughs) I on the table little
0: place cards. Yes. So when another family comes over, if you if you know it takes five seconds to make them on a little bit of cardstock and just say, hey, mm-hmm. you, you know, here's where you're going to sit. That way, you know where your water glass is. You know, if you would like to have a little bit of a get drink. started, if yeah. you'd like yeah. to sit down at the table. While well, usually the hostess is kind of the last one to go through, and mm-hmm. there's always that, oh, where do you want us to sit? Where did you want the kids? You know, how do you mm-hmm. want us to do this? And that can just kind of alleviate some of that. Well the same is true for if you have somebody coming over and they're going to actually be staying with you. So like, we don't have a guest bedroom here. That's something we'd like to work on, but we have no, no space like that, no extra room. So when my brother-in-law comes over, he sleeps on the couch and we've Mm -hmm. got one living room slash family room and, and he takes the couch. So what I try to do again, to just be like, Hey, here's, he obviously knows the routine by now, but Here's where you're going. I have a trunk behind the couch that's empty. So he can just put his stuff in there. Then I have all the blankets and a pillow with a fresh pillowcase set out on the couch. So he knows this is where, this is where I am. This mm-hmm. I have what I need. Here's yeah. where I'm going to be. You know, and if you do have a guest room, all the more beautiful. Um, but just sort of opening that up to them so that it takes some of the guesswork out for them. And it could just
1: be a little bit of. Another layer of comfort for them. Mm-hmm. I like that idea the trunk, the empty trunk, if you don't, you know, by the couch, if you don't have a guest bedroom. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's kind of twofold because he wants a place to put his stuff, you know? He's got right. shoes and right. underwear and pajamas. And yeah. we also only have one room. So, you know, we don't want it sitting out for days at a time either. Hello, Taipei. Mm-hmm. So, it, right. you know, there's some things like that that you can do to kind of alleviate some of the, you know, just being in each other's space. It's an intimate thing.
1: And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I try to, um, like, my family's notorious for bringing, like, a ton of food. The joke is my mom, she's like a bag lady, bless her heart. She just brings so much stuff when she comes. It's hysterical. It's, usually it's, like, treats and fun things, mm-hmm. but there's lots of bags involved so i will like take our boot room which we kind of use more as a foyer when people are coming over and i use the word foyer extremely generously (laughs) (laughs) if you've listened to the show for any amount of time you know how i feel about my boot room but i'll set up a card table Mm -hmm. even even just put like a nice tablecloth on it and like mom here's where you can put all your extra bags Mm -hmm. and then she can just Like, set them all up, and they're open, so if she needs something, she can go just look inside. and Right. Because I know that can be kind of uncomfortable, too. Like, we call ourselves Hurricane Reed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, when incoming, here we come. All of our stuff, all of our shoes, all of our people. And so I'm really self-conscious of just feeling like I'm in somebody else's space. Mm -hmm. So when somebody does come over, I try to say, like, you can have this area. Not, like, in this, you know, get your crap out of my way vibe, Mm -hmm. but... This we've created this designated designated space for you. And mm-hmm. there's clean towels in the bathroom and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yep. So if we take kind of like a if we pull ourselves back a little bit and we're talking about mm-hmm. being CEO of company. Um, I think before we go too deep into this conversation, we have to acknowledge that having company is good. <laughs> okay. And for Christians at least this is not optional.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and so you might like it, you might not like it. <laughs> it's still good for you. You know that's that's what scripture tells us to to eat to break bread together, to be in one another's lives, to be in one another's homes, to share fellowship, to pray together. Um this is good for you, Christian. And so I think we have to just I we get emails all the time from people who they don't want to do this. They legitimately yeah. are like, I don't want anybody in my home. I don't want to cook for other people. It makes me super uncomfortable. And, you know, I I would just say, if you are a homemaker, you are keeping this space and you are the CEO of this space. There are sometimes the CEO just has to do difficult things. Mm-hmm. and. It's a shame to sell yourself short. And I know that I've told this story before, but I remember very clearly the first time we had, like as a married couple, we had people over and I cooked a quarter of the food that I should have cooked. I had nowhere for people to sit. I didn't have enough cups for everybody to have water. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was kind of a disaster. (laughs) Also, no one really cared. Mm-hmm. You know they were just like, "Oh, great, let's fun. Let's hang out. You know, we'll just kind of make it work, yeah, um, what would you say to to a homemaker like that who you know we've had a decade or two decades of experience, two, yeah. Yeah. like what if she doesn't want to? What if company sends her into like a seizure of panic and and scaredness? uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess I think you could. I think you can start small. I mean, and even culturally it's interesting to me. Like the French, for example, like they're not they're not like, hey, come on over type people, stereotypically. That's why they meet in cafes after work instead of having people into their homes. There's kind of this threshold you have to pass in your relationship where you finally get invited hmm. over to the house. Uh so that that intrigues me. I don't think there'd be anything wrong with starting um Nurturing that muscle. If you need to start, really, really, really basic, meet somewhere and show somebody hospitality by picking up the tip for a, a latte or something. But then once we're once we are crossing the the literal threshold, I think it's really important just to set aside um, comparison and preconceived notions. We're not talking about like a Norman Rockwell picture. You don't have to baste a turkey. You can just have someone over. We we can start. Very, very simple. And no one even says you have to cook. You know, my my mom used to do this thing for all the ladies in the mm-hmm. church. She did a cookie exchange at this time of year. And it took – she had three small kids. It took the pressure off her. Everyone would bring cookies. She would make a giant vat of coffee and supply, like, the little bags. And everyone would swap cookies and visit and mm-hmm. drink coffee and then go home. Mm-hmm. And it was a chance for her to – um to entertain and to be creative because she's creative uh, with small kids and mm-hmm. and nurture that. But I think, uh, like, feel free to start small. If mm-hmm. if it's if you want to have another family over and you're trying to get to know them, we're ordering pizzas on Friday night. Would you like to join us? I mean, it's not. It's so so easy to listen to a show about hospitality or read a book or see something at the library or on Pinterest and think. This is about um showing off or, or you know, channeling your inner Martha Stewart and and that's kind of where we go back to what we started at the beginning of the show, that it's again like everything we do about the heart. It it doesn't have to be a moment to impress. It's time to visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Hello, lovelies. Have you ever bought one of those expensive magazines in the checkout lane? You know, those special editions, French country homes or English cottages, and noticed they are the same homes over and over again? Or maybe you found yourself inspired but didn't know how to implement that inspiration in your own home. If so, then I'm inviting you to join the Old World Design Society. You'll receive a gorgeous publication, all content, no ads, and you'll have access to a private forum full of amateur and professional designers alike. Present your stylings there or ask for help. And no more feeling lost with what to do with your inspiration because you'll also be invited to three design classes taught by me. All of this is included when you purchase the Winter 2022 Old World Design Society magazine now on sale, print, or digital, whichever is best for you. Your days of being inspired in your home without knowing how to take action are over. Join my Old World Design Society now. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. That's farmgirl.com, Or check the show notes of this episode for a direct link.
0: If you wouldn't put something in your mouth and eat it, why would you put it on your skin? That's the question that began the beautiful company of Tubes & Co. And we are so glad that it did. Tubesandco.com is a family-owned handmade cosmetic and skincare company that has cultivated products that are incredibly clean and wonderful. In fact, our makeup bags and bathroom cupboards are filled with them. First, I wash with the sea buckthorn cleansing oil, followed by the charcoal bar. And then I utilize tubes and clothes glow serum, which is probably the best product I've ever put on my face. And then the face primer, which is rich in ingredients like aloe vera and calming oils. Following that, it's natural foundations, concealers, eyeshadows, brow pencils, mascara, and more. In fact, I'm currently wearing the perfectly plum nourishing lipstick and it's soft and velvety and beautiful. And did I mention clean? Tubesandcode.com's new website makes it easy to be inspired by all the incredible products available. Fill your cart with tallow balm, face masks, skin tonics, dry shampoo, and other handmade treasures by Emily that are actually good for your skin. Visit toopsandco.com and use Homemaker for a 10% discount.
1: The holidays are here and that means extra schedules and company and much needed extra rest. We are getting our extra rest on American Blossom linens. Softer with each washing, these are our favorite sheets no matter what time of the year. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. In fact, we call them modern vintage and you need to be sleeping on them. With a process called combing, all the rough fibers are pulled out of these organic, Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful bedding for your home. You will love them. Your holiday guests will love them. Invest once, because American Blossom Linens are woven to last a lifetime. That's right. Better, not more is our mantra here on the show. So invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens, visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our exclusive coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. Mm -hmm. And if you're just starting out, then I would add, maybe choose
0: one thing that you do want to sort of learn maybe for this time. So for example, hey, we're ordering pizzas on Friday. It's our special pizza night. Uh, Would you guys like to come You can bring ice cream if you'd like to contribute something. And then maybe Mm -hmm. you set the table. Maybe you actually use a tablecloth. And maybe you do a little flower arrangement from some clippings from your yard. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. how you step into that. You know? Or um, I think, too, like if it's – let's say if it's a weeknight hospitality and it's soup and bread. When in Mm -hmm. doubt, soup and bread, y'all. Just soup and bread. When in
1: doubt. Get the instant pot out. Yeah,
0: bean soup. <laughs> yeah, loaf of bread, butter. The end. But
1: um, a wedge of cheese. If yes. You're feeling like it's not enough. Yep.
0: If yep. you're doing that, then maybe just use paper bowls. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You, if if the idea of having a family of seven over stresses you out because you're like, well, that's seven bowls and seven plates
1: and I don't even have enough, and da, 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 then just use paper ones. Like that's Oh my gosh, nothing in our house matches. No. Everything is mixed matched. And the joke is, dear lord, are we gonna have enough silverware <laughs> every single time? Because we eat pencils and silverware in our house. So. <laughs> I think we do,
0: and we can see people who do it a certain way. And mm-hmm. again, not immune to this, you guys. I I told you I recently had to unfollow a bunch of people on Instagram because I was like, look, I see your China in your place settings and can't do it right now. Like I just can't do it. And I know that there will be a time if that's something that I continue to be interested in where that is the situation. But Mm -hmm. right now I need to be more focused. My heart needs to be more focused on feeding the people joyfully, on feeding the people joyfully. Because if I hold some idea in my mind of what I want this to look like, and then some family comes over with all their little grubby kids Right, And they spill soup on my rug. God help them. Like, that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know? And I just think you do have to kind of make the decision mentally to say, I'm going to do this because it's good and it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Because here's the truth. it's It is good for you to have those little idols knocked out. Mm-hmm. And it is good to have those muscles stretched. Yeah. And it just is. It's like going to the gym for your your little things. Clean house, it's really easy to idolize. Mm-hmm. Now, when that makes you not invite people over or resent your children, then it's a problem. Yeah. And it's good for
1: that idol to be smashed. Yeah. Quite literally. I think it extends into the family, too. I mean, you know, it's it's not our job to shape our husbands or anything. But, you know, there's times when they need to just be exposed to bringing things up a notch and, and making small talk or whatever. My Joel's much better at it than I am, but Mm -hmm. even um, my kids, my older ones don't always want to have people over. Mm -hmm. They're like, can we just please be Mm -hmm. comfortable? Mm -hmm. Stay as we are, you know? um, And then I feel that too. So it's, it's good for everyone all the way Mm -hmm. around. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It is an opportunity to grow as a person. And, you know, one of the things I'm constantly having to remind myself of is like, I mean, this sounds dramatic. So, and it is, but like, when you go to your grave, mm-hmm. do you think people are going to be like, oh, she kept such a clean house? It was so beautiful. Her fridge was always organized. No right. one cares. Mm-hmm. No one but you cares. And it's not those that those things aren't good or they're not important because they are and they do affect how your family functions, but they certainly do not matter more than people. Right. And it's hard. It's hard to tell yourself that. It's also a lot harder sometimes to love people and to be joyful about serving them than it is to love what you love naturally. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love a clean house. I love quiet time. I love having an hour for my bath at night. I love having less people to cook for. Right. None of that shapes my soul the way loving people does. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm talking okay. to myself now. So, so that's, um, <laughs> that's one kind of CEO. Okay. Okay. Maybe the noob or the person that doesn't really want to do it but knows that she should or is feeling convicted that she should. What about the the seasoned veteran? Yeah. How, you know, with the second half of this show, how how can the seasoned veteran go into the show? Because maybe they've maybe they've got this and they kind of want to just take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. I like that place, too. Mm-hmm. I could very <laughs> easily. I,
0: I love this place,
1: too. I could very easily yeah. uh, stay here. For a while. It's, I mean, I definitely feel both ends of the spectrum. Yes. Being, being introverted sometimes. It's like, I can't do this. I cannot function. I need to go up to my bed Mm -hmm. and I can't, I can't do this. Um, And then there's other times where it's just game on and I just love it and I want to make people feel comfortable and fabulous and yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, if we're talking about like holiday hospitality,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, You know, there are some ways that you can just, which we've talked about a lot before, ways you just set the mood for the people around you, Um, perfecting your dinner playlist, you know, for whatever kind of mood that you're having. Uh, I used to work for this boss and she always did a really fun thing at Christmas time. She would go and gather up different bottles of wine from all over, from local wineries, from like uh, gas stations, you know, Mm -hmm. like a wide array. And we would do like a tasting. So she would put them in. Um, bags so you couldn't see the labels. Okay, and so it was really simple. It was just literally open bottles of wine on mm-hmm. the table, a few little n- trays of nibbles and l- and then when people would come, they would bring another bottle of wine. And so you end up with just these bottles of wine on the table and some clean glasses and they could be plastic. And it was just fun. Everyone had a little card and they rated which one they liked and you know they tried to guess which one was the most expensive. and it was so silly, but it was s- and simple. Like there was no formal table setting. There was no like I got to have room for everybody to to be around the table. It uh-huh. was just really casual, really fun. Um,
1: that is a cute idea. Really, it was really fun. And just a, like a, it's like um a little social mixer. It is. You know, once once there's a little tiny like golf pencil involved in a notepad. Yep. You know. Yeah, what'd yeah. you put
0: down for this one? You know, oh. Right, right. And yeah, you get people who are, you know, really opinionated and people who have no idea and they're just guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. That's like the fun game like,
1: where you do the historical, um, you put like the <laughs> historical character on their back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you go mm-hmm. around and like ask questions and try mm-hmm. to figure out who you are. hmm Yep.
0: Um, so, yeah, I think. And then for the seasoned veteran, like it's always an opportunity to you know try cooking new things i mean again even if it's a casual mixer but you're just putting out a couple heavy appetizers which i Mm -hmm. think really like that's such a great way to go this time of year because people can pop in pop out it's not like a formal sitting you know you don't it's just it's just so easy and it's so beautiful maybe people are going into the living room where the christmas tree is and you know it's just kind of casual and fun and and i love that um so, yeah, I think that's kind of a good way to go. And then, I don't know, I guess I would also encourage the veteran with having company. Like, it's okay to, it's okay to have times of just pouring out over your guests and finding different ways to just lavish them and make them feel that much more comfortable or treat them to mm-hmm. something maybe special mm-hmm. that they wouldn't normally get. And not in a, I'm trying to impress you kind of a way, but just like a, this is something I really want to share with you kind of a way. Yeah. And that could be something as simple as just like a really good bottle of wine, let's say. Or maybe you go to the cheesemonger and you pick out some real special cheeses.
1: Yeah. Um, I think with everything, like there's just, if you look at, um, you know, if we want to talk about just taking like individual things when you're entertaining and just- what sort of little touch can I put on that? Mm-hmm. You know, If you're making a salad, can you toast some pine nuts and have them in a little, little dish off to the side? If you're going to do meat, can you make a really great fondue for everybody to dip the meat into? Um, if you're going to serve something chocolate, can you have a fresh bowl of berries to serve with the chocolate? You know, just like accompanying mm-hmm. things, I think really make people feel like, ooh, mm-hmm. this is everyday but simple, at the, or, but, mm-hmm. but fun at the same time. I sort of treat my champagne like that, like, uh, this is what I want to share with you. Or when we have company coming in from out of town, I'll order oysters, thanks to uh, your wonderful influence mm-hmm. on me. That's mm-hmm. my move now, like,
0: <laughs> oyster time. Yeah, it's amazing oh. what putting, like, a raspberry in somebody's champagne will do. And they're like, ooh, mm-hmm. we're getting fancy ooh. here. Um, exactly. But let's say, mm-hmm. like, let's say outside of food. So mm-hmm. let's say you have company coming, and they're going to be there for a little while, Um, I'm trying to think of some ways off the top of my head. So, like, I like to always put wherever the guest is going to be staying, I always put a clean towel. And then I usually put, like, some little packages of, like, a little travel toothpaste, for example. Or a lot of times, like, if a woman is coming, I'll do, like, a bath bomb. Georgia loves Mm -hmm. bath bombs. So Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, I have this, you know, great soaker tub. You should take a bath. And you got this little special thing to use in there. And all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, this is a treat. You know, here's maybe this little thing, a bubble bath, and then maybe here's this little bath bomb, and oh, I have a clean towel, and um, ooh, I haven't tried this toothpaste before. This looks kind of fun. You know, like, they're small things, but
1: like, they're these little things of comfort. Yeah, I've stayed at someone's home before, and they had, um, like, a tea bag. They had the fresh towels on the bed, Mm -hmm. and then a tea bag, and a little wedge of chocolate, and then here's where the hot water is, help yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, make some tea whenever you want. Um, I know, you know, when we stayed in New Orleans, how I felt just that there was a bathrobe in the room. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> gosh, that we're working on our Airbnb right now and there will be bathrooms yeah. in the room because, yes, yes, it just made me feel fabulous. <laughs> yes.
0: Um. So my father in law is here now, which I've told you all, but he so he's will have end up being here for six weeks by the time he leaves. So it's it's probably the second longest stint of company that we've had and because we don't have a guest bedroom we were able to borrow a trailer from a friend of ours we parked it in our driveway it looks super classy (laughs) welcome to my home um and before he came of course clean sheets always clean sheets fresh bedding wash your bedding don't like take your extra bed your blankets from your kids beds without washing them (laughs) you here's a booger wash them welcome (laughs) fresh sheets people know
1: you know there's Mm -hmm.
0: some of course little things like we talked about that you can put on there but like in our case i i stocked his trailer with a coffee pot and coffee beans and i did like a costco order of food Mm -hmm. of like snacks bottled water gatorade Snacks that I thought that he would enjoy, a mm-hmm. cheese platter and some salamis and some bananas and just stock the trailer so that he felt it's – he didn't even have to eat it, but it was like, it's there if you want it. Right. You know? And just to provide company with a place where they just feel like they can relax. You can't relax if you're like, when are we having lunch? Like, what if I'm hungry? Like, where do I go? Can I get into yeah. the kitchen? Is that appropriate? I kind of feel uncomfortable. Like, well,
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, my aunts, my aunt has a beautiful guest bedroom that I've been treated to many times and she has a little cart over on the side with all the linens and she has a little tiny Keurig mm-hmm. and coffee mugs and water bottles and all the hot chocolate or coffee or whatever to choose from. And it's great because there's also, a, there's also, um, intimacy when you're in someone else's home and not. If our point as the hostess is to make people feel comfortable, not everyone is comfortable with that level of intimacy. Not everyone wants to come plodding down to your kitchen, you know, in the morning before they've had their caffeine Mm -hmm. or in their pajamas or, you know, like some people they want to have like their, their time be their time. And I love that, Um, you know, something you can even just keep an eye at resale shops for an extra little Keurig. If you have a guest bedroom and, Pop that in the corner. That's an easy way to just say like, this is your space. Obviously, you're welcome in the house. But if you want to just have your time, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And that's always meant a lot to me when I've stayed there because I get up really early. I'm doing my makeup. Usually, I'm staying there because I'm going to head out to the flea market like at five in the morning. I don't want to go down and turn their coffee pot on before they're ready. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. little things like that make a big difference. They do because turns out not everybody likes to get up early. No, oh, I know. And then you
0: panic. You're like, how long do I have to lay in here for? Like, do I have to? What if I turn the shower on? Is that going to wake them up? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So anticipating. The last time I stayed there, I got up really early and I did what I always do, which is go outside first thing in the morning. And I locked myself out of the house. Out of my house? No, no. At my Oh, I was
0: house. like, we don't lock our house. How did you lock yourself out? <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on.
1: There we go. Sorry about that. Thought my phone was off. Yeah. Be careful about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. So (laughs) (laughs) it was so bad, actually. I could, I knew, I figured my uncle would be waking up soon and. They were remodeling their deck. Like I'm going around. I didn't want to knock on their bedroom window. That would be totally inappropriate. So I'm just like waiting, waiting. I'm knocking on the front door. Nobody's coming to the door. And I just didn't want to bang on it because I didn't want to scare anyone. And then I go around to the back window where the kitchen window is. And you got to understand, it's like five after six in the morning. This is really awkward. Um, I'm thinking, this is the window where the coffee pot is. And... My uncle has some heart conditions. And if I'm in the window, like when he comes around the morning at 10 after 6 to get his coffee, I'm going to kill the man. He's going to have a heart attack.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: It was so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Finally, at 625, I just went to the front door and just started pounding on it. Like, OK, I've been polite enough. Yep. Somebody let me back in this house. <laughs> you got 20 extra minutes of sleep. Exactly. What more do you
0: want? Yeah. I think, um, you know, like your aunt situation, what that kind of comes down to in terms of um, c- company is just what needs, whether you're having somebody up for dinner or they're coming for the weekend or whatever, what are their needs going to be? Mm-hmm. What are their needs going to be? So like I know if we have people coming who have been on a plane, my first need is always a shower. There's something about yeah. airports and planes that makes me feel so dirty. Meh. Yeah. And the first thing I like to do is to take a shower. And so maybe my guests aren't that way, but I like to be prepared for that in case of, you know, Mm -hmm. are they gonna have will they have been driving through the night? Are they gonna need a quiet place to nap? Okay, well then let me plan something to do with the kids so that they can have some time here. Why are you laughing?
1: (laughs) Do they need a delicious duck egg? (laughs) Oh stop it. I knew you were gonna bring this up. I knew it. You guys made me laugh. Goose egg. It was a goose goose egg. egg. It was yep. a goose egg. Here's my toilet for you to have raging
0: diarrhea <laughs> and a goose egg. <laughs> I didn't know she was allergic to goose eggs, too. Uh, whoops. Whoops. I also forgot to put herbs on her omelette, which, if you know Angela's, kind of a big deal. Granted, I was pas. making omelets for like 18 It was like people. the best omelet
1: I've ever had. I make a mean omelet and yours was like way better than mine. And then I made one Love for it. somebody else. She's like, why does hers have green stuff on it? <laughs>
0: why didn't I get those? <laughs> that was a stressful time. That doesn't even count. That doesn't count. <laughs> it's, um, it's a good reminder, CEO, that hospitality, having company over – it's not about you, but in a very beautiful way. And mm. whether you're a veteran or whether you're new to this, you know, I think that this is an overarching lesson that our culture could really use a lot more of. There are incredibly hospitable cultures around the world. It doesn't sound like France necessarily is one of those.
1: But like... <laughs> and no, you just have to get to a certain point.
0: Okay. In the relationship.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, we... I and mean, that's, that's a stereotype, so...
0: We yeah. always joke... When we were in Italy... Um, this last time we went out to to a bunch of different meals, all of Mm -hmm. them with Italians. And, you know, we'd be talking, we'd be hashing out ideas or whatever it may be. Not one of those times that we went, I ever saw a check. I like I didn't even see them bring it to the table. Hmm. You know, and I asked about this later on, I asked an Italian who spoke English, I was like, what is what what is this? Like, do you not? Do you, like, have to give them your credit card when you walk into the restaurant? Like, do they not bring you a tab? You know, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, oh, no, like, they're going to make sure you're you're taken care of. Like, they would not – there is no world in which they would let you pay because it's just Mm -hmm. part of their culture. It's part of the hospitality. Like, you are a guest Mm -hmm. coming in, and they're going to take care of you. And that's very much what we found. And, you know, there are cultures where it's, like, it's very casual, just – belly up to the table grab another chair come on into the mess mm-hmm. and if i haven't shared this resource shame on me but rosaria butterfield has a you have, yeah. okay she has a really amazing story she wrote a book called the gospel comes with a house key mm-hmm. and gird your loins <laughs> mm-hmm. because she puts the best ceo of company to shame i mean she really does but she came from a very hospitable, open table, you know, mikasa sukasa kind of a culture, mm-hmm. and so when she did convert to Christianity later on, she's like, "Well, this is this is how we do this," and you know, she oftentimes talks about when somebody is coming over, like let's say on a weekday for a casual dinner, it's like, "Hey, could you help my kid finish folding those towels so we can have room on the table to put the pot?" Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. This is how we're kind of doing life together. And, you know, it is beautiful to have company where it's formal and it's it's more structured and it's fun. And it's also really fun to have company over who knows where your silverware goes. Yeah. And, like, you do not get to that point without just doing it and getting better at it and just doing it over and over and over and over again. So I think yeah. it's really beautiful because the homemaker does get this opportunity to to paint a beautiful picture of hospitality of serving company in uh, in so many different ways. There's 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 never-ending ways to go about it. Yeah, it's going to look
1: different every time. Mm-hmm. Um, usually the dynamics going to be different every time whether you've got all your kids there or it's just you or it's just you and your husband Mm -hmm. or it's a full house or it's just a single individual sometimes you're just standing around the island having a cup of coffee sometimes it's a full table sometimes it's carry out sometimes it's potluck Mm -hmm. uh it's there's a whole world awaiting and this is just a a wonderful season um you know when we did the original season on hospitality we talked about uh, we opened it up with um Having eyes to see what people need Mm -hmm. um, and meeting that need and having them over. And that is so true even at the holidays. Everyone has their own story. Everybody's coming from a different place. Some people might be new and not know anyone. Some people might be hurting. Some people just might need to have a dang meal made for them. Mm -hmm. Me. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Some people just want to – they just want a place to go. Mm -hmm. They just want to hang out you know and yeah it was it was funny with my father-in-law so i always like to um i always like to try to cook to people's likes because food is how i tell people like i care and if i if i'm Mm -hmm. gonna make specific food for you because i know you don't like beets or you don't like dark meat or like whatever it is Mm -hmm. um anyway so I was you know sort of fretting about this just like oh I want to make sure that I make him food that he likes and that you know brings him joy and yada yada and then Stu and I went out of town a couple of weeks ago and when I came back I said okay well how'd you do like I, I left bacon and eggs and like a couple of things of leftovers for him to choose from and mm-hmm. he's like oh I just made a bad mistake I was like well what do you mean he's like oh I just went to KFC <laughs> and I was like alright well that's good for me to know <laughs> because now I'm not going to worry about it so much. <laughs> and so I didn't. It like, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way, just in a like, you you can't, like we said before, you can't maintain for that long. So right. we eat a lot of eggs. I'm like, hey, guess what? We're having eggs again for breakfast. Hey, mm-hmm. guess what? It's, you know, leftover bread that's been toasted with jam. Again, here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. but But, you know, People just want to be cared for. They just want to be cared for. And everybody has their specific, you know, tastes and desires. It's not that. It's just most people are happy to let those go when somebody is just pouring in and caring for them. The end.
1: Hmm.
0: Quite literally the end because she froze. (laughs)
1: Literally, <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, she's not moving. So,
0: <laughs> I think about this. Uh, so, I had Owen when we lived in Alabama. I was away from my family for the very first time on Thanksgiving, and I, he was born just a couple of days before Thanksgiving. He was a really horrible birth. Um, so this that is, is
1: a another episode. Yes, it is. And
0: she's not understating. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm lucky to be here. Anyway, to say I was sore was is a gross understatement. I've had children vaginally. There was only one Owen. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Anyway, so we are invited over to our friend Kate and Matt's house for Thanksgiving. And I Mm -hmm. said, she invites us over. I said, yes. and She's like, I really didn't think you would say yes because of what just happened, you know, a couple of days ago. But I didn't want to spend – I knew I wasn't going to be cooking Thanksgiving and I didn't want to spend it, you know, by ourselves feeling sorry for ourselves in our house. Yeah. And so we went over there and Kate it was a wonderful cook. You know, she cooked a ton of stuff that wasn't traditional to my family at all. Do, mm-hmm. I, there was not one time that I ever thought, oh, man, it's not really Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes, you know, <laughs> or my family doesn't serve it like this. My family does it like this or, oh. Mm-hmm. I would really like to have finished it off with this dessert instead of that dessert. Like, if those are your thoughts as a guest, <laughs> you need a do-over. <laughs> you need to, right. like, we need to have an episode on being a CEO, being a proper guest. Um, yeah, I was just <laughs> thinking that. Like, can
1: we talk about <laughs> guest etiquette
0: sometime? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a good reminder. Like, people just want to be cared for. I felt so warmed and so comforted and cared for Mm. i would have eaten rocks (laughs) i mean and and you know it's good reminder when you're planning for company whether it's simple whether it's complicated whether it's fancy whether it's casual people just want to be cared for and it doesn't even be more complicated than that yep very true all right well we hope as you open your homes for company this holiday season, or if you're traveling and being company at somebody else's house, that this has been helpful. Ironically, we're going to be completely by ourselves this Christmas. We have nobody. So are we.
1: Isn't that interesting? It's weird. Is yeah, your mom not coming? Um, she's tried twice, mm-hmm. um, but has had colds, mm-hmm. and with Joel's surgery coming up... Uh, had to decline. So yeah, I think she's gonna try to come next week, but not for the holiday. No, it's okay. just gonna be us for the awesome holiday. Yeah, crazy. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, it's on I mean, it's like a birthday weekend, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Well, we hope you have an excellent
0: Thursday, a beautiful weekend as we prepare for the holiday season, and uh, we'll meet you back here on Monday. On Monday. Okay. okay. See you okay. then. Cheers. Cheers.